Welcome to the Law Be With You podcast show with me, Azzy. I'm just thinking about Star Wars again, being a Star Wars geek and really thinking about some of the most powerful characters in Star Wars lore and canon and really thinking about the character of Mace Windu. Now, Mace Windu, you see in the prequel films, you see him in, uh, well, you see him briefly in the phantom menace you see him in attack of the clones and and you where you see him fight against uh count dooku who who was his friend and mentor uh you see him come against jango fett as well the bounty hunter who, who was a clone who who ended up cloning baba fett uh so jango was his kind of clone kind of surrogate type thing um and then you see him come to the fore a lot more in Revenge of the Sith, uh, which I think was the best of the prequel films. Uh, I think most fans would agree on that. There, no, None of the prequel films were great. I think Revenge of the Sith um, had a darker tone to it. And I'd probably say was it was the best out of the three. It had a lot of action. It had iconic lightsaber duels. Um the Battle of the Heroes duel uh, of Obi Wan versus Anakin was 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 a really exciting climactic uh, duel in that sort of uh, prequel saga. Um, Yoda obviously versus Darth Sidious, a little bit outlandish, you know, them kind of fighting essentially in the Senate on these hovering pods. Uh, it visually very interesting to look at, but very outlandish. It, it had a sort of comic feel to it in a way. Um, I think whereas the Obi-Wan Anakin lightsaber battle was far more grounded, far more emotional, far more personal. But for me, re even re rewinding before the Anakin Obi-Wan lightsaber battle, which was a tremendous, uh, exciting battle, you had the situation with uh, Mace Windu confronting uh, Palpatine uh, and... And what escalated into a interesting lightsaber duel, to say the least. Now, I'm not going to go into the whole of that duel per se, but the part of the duel that that really intrigued me was the end of the duel, where you've got Mace Window holding his purple lightsaber over Sidious, who is obviously Palpatine, and pretty much saying it's over. You know, you it's it's, it's over. It's finished. You know. You, you've lost the Sith have lost and uh Palpatine gets into sort of uh evil boss mode and was like no 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 and then starts using these electric dark force attack now at that point in time there's a sort of a bit of a sort of wrestle in the in the force where um Mace Window is using his lightsaber to deflect the force lightning but what is quite interesting is in the film you don't really get an impression of the ability that Mace Window has. And unless you're kind of into the fandom, looking at Legends materials, looking at the books or even the comic books or looking at the lore of Star Wars in any kind of, you know, sort of way outside of the movies. Um, so if you were, say, if you were into the uh, animated shows, Clone Wars and things like that, you will know it from that. Um, Mace Window has a, an ability called Shatterpoint. Uh, and he's the master of Vapad. And this ability, which 
only few Jedi's actually have is, is an ability to be able to deflect the dark side of the force back onto a dark side of the force user. So, so any use of the dark side of the force, especially the, mo the more powerful ones, it's literally, he has the ability to deflect that dark energy, that dark side of the force back onto them, uh, using it against them. Uh, the Shatterpoint ability he has as well is enable. It, it's essentially seeing the fault lines within the Force and seeing w where it's at its weakest point to be able to, and, and not just to an, not just to a human or alien opponent, but even to it even could be to a ship or a machine of some kind. So um, it really is a very interesting ability that Mace Windu has. But then the inevitable question comes up: Is this? In the Revenge of the Sith, it seems that Mace Windu has beaten Palpatine. Um, he kicks Palpatine's lightsaber out of his hand. His, he lifts up his, his purple lightsaber, which is uber cool and really trendy, and is about to strike down the fallen Palpatine, who has seemingly run out of force energy and is begging Anakin to help him. Now, Anakin intervenes if you watch the film it's not really much of a spoiler it's, it's a it's, it's not a, a, a really new film these, these days so we know that anakin uh you know kind of intervenes and chops off uh, mace windows um hand and then palpatine gets a second wind and it's like and uh you know lots and lots of blue lightning shoots out from his hands and uh shoots mace window out out of the window, so to speak. Oh, the irony of that! Out the window he went, and uh, pretty much, and he's there, you know, excitedly shouting, "Unlimited power!" Um, which is a pretty cool Uber, you know, kind of um, <laughs> Uber bad guy sort of line as he's as he's getting rid of the one one of the main protagonists of the Star Wars universe. Um, it is an antagonist sort of thing to do, and uh, you know, you really see like, it's, I mean, it's a really good scene, and you really see sort of the power dynamics playing out in an interesting way. But the question is, and it and it did rage into a big debate within the Star Wars fandom: is did Mace Window genuinely beat Palpatine, or was Palpatine playing possum? Was Palpatine playing playing the sort of pretending to be run out of energy so that he so that he could manipulate Anakin Skywalker into rescuing him the whole agenda being that uh, Palpatine is playing on Anakin's fears about about uh, um, his wife and the visions that he was having and uh, he was essentially um, manipulating young Anakin Skywalker into becoming Darth Vader and so some fans are, are are of the persuasion that no, Mace Window has the ability to shatter point, and because Palpatine is the strongest dark side user, dark force user, um, in the galaxy, all that dark side energy, all that d dark force energy would be repelled back onto him. And you see in the film that um, uh, Palpatine's face gets distorted and he looks old and he looks haggard he looks he has a distorted face and that is down to if i'm i think i'm correct on that that is down to 
uh, Mace Windu using Shatterpoint. So the energy sh- going rebounding off Mace Windu back onto Palpatine. Uh, once again, it's not really explained in the film why that happens to the Emperor. But if you look into the novelization and you look into the Shatterpoint book and look into the Clone Wars and the animated um, series, you you find out that's what's happened there. Um, but it is a fascinating thing. If Mace Windu genuinely beat Palpatine, does that make Mace Windu the most powerful Jedi in Star Wars history? In fact, maybe even going further than that, does that make Mace Windu the most powerful Force user in the history of Star Wars? Or, on the other hand, was Palpatine uh, playing possum to manipulate Anakin because he wanted he didn't only just want to beat Mace Windu he did he you know was it a case of he just he really more than anything wanted Anakin as his apprentice as his young Sith apprentice to to replace Count Dooku who Anakin killed earlier in the film it's a really interesting debate I know that it, it there's um, sort of fans of the franchise on both sides of this of this debate um and the fandom is very divided on such debates but it is a fascinating one i've always felt that mace windu genuinely won the fight but i think it also makes sense that the emperor was manipulating anakin and that he was holding back um but then looking into mace windu's ability of shatterpoint and being the master of vapad mace windu had the perfect sort of jedi abilities against strong dark side users and so in that respect uh, if anyone would have been able to beat um sidious the emperor palpatine in a genuine one-on-one it would have been mace windu and so in that respect it's an interesting one either way have a think about it let me know send me an email Um, the law be with you podcast show is now on youtube as well you can also uh, send me a message uh, or leave a voice note on the Anchor app. We're also on Apple Podcasts as well. So there's lots of ways to really um, reach out and uh, get involved in these interesting fandom debates. And these are some of the fun things that we like to do on the Law Be With You podcast show. Uh, we like to keep it fun and we like to think about great uh, concepts and great, you know, even uh, even these sort of uh, fandom debates as well. We like to really get involved in these things as well. Uh, and it's a lot of fun as well. So we will be with you very, very soon uh, on the Law Be With You. And I'll be back with you on, in part two. See you very, very soon. Welcome back to the Law Be With You podcast show part two. Just thinking about all these shenanigans, all these lightsaber battles, it's a lot of fun. It's one of the things that really drew me to Star Wars, um, even watching Star Wars back in the 80s, the the Star Wars original sequel trilogy by George, George Lucas, A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and The Return of the Jedi. Um there were some great lightsaber battles in there. And George Lucas was really known for really wanting to engage the public, the fans of the franchise with great 
lightsaber duels. Uh, it was one of the focal points of his films, even in the prequels as well. Um, and you kind of see in the new sequel trilogy, Kathleen Kennedy wasn't so much a fan of that. She she really had the films made in such a way. I know obviously J.J. Abrams and Ryan uh, Johnson were the directors, but really she had the films crafted, made in such a way that they would not have in a massive focal point on on big epic lightsaber battles and it was noticeable you didn't i mean don't get me wrong there were some lightsaber uh, jewels there just weren't many of them and they weren't that great um the force awakens had a, a half decent lightsaber duel with ray versus kylo ren um but it, it was very ad hoc because we no one could work out how ray was so good at handed in a lightsaber when she hadn't been trained. Um, and that was a, a big, that's a big deal for Star Wars fans. It, it was a big deal for me to see that she's facing, she's dueling against Kylo Ren, who's experienced in the force, an experienced force user, trained in the dark side of the force. And Ray's able to match him and not only just match him, but beat him. Uh, and she's untrained. Um, it's one of the plot points of The Force Awakens that did not make sense to any fans. A lot of fans looking over the, the new sequel trilogy have put that down to Kathleen Kennedy, wanting her sort of self-insert of Rey to be so powerful, a kind of Mary Sue trope, completely unrivaled, so powerful that she didn't even need to be trained. Now, in Star Wars lore, in Star Wars canon, in Legends material, in the even in the books, in the comic books, um, in the TV shows, in the animated series Clone Wars, you do not have Jedi or Sith who are untrained in the Force. It doesn't work. They may have an innate ability, like George Lucas talks about the midichlorians. Maybe they have a lot of midichlorians, if you want to run with that argument, but they need to be trained on how to use a lightsaber. Having a staff that you walk around with in the desert, um, you know, to help you out sometimes is not the same as wielding a lightsaber. And there is no way that Rey should have been able to beat Kylo Ren in any kind of lightsaber duel until she got trained. Film one, she should have been trained. And even if you want to say, okay, she got lucky in the first film um, when she was coming against Kylo Ren, by film two, she needs to be trained. And in The Last Jedi, there was a perfect opportunity to have Luke Skywalker train Rey properly in the Force. It would have redeemed um, The Force Awakens in the sense of it would have had it added more gravitas it would have it would have really added more credibility to to Ray's character. Luke could have been her mentor, essentially then passing the torch to Ray as she went on as the central protagonist. And don't get me started again about John Boyega, because he should have been one of the main Jedi's, if not the main Jedi. He should have been up there with Ray as a as a central protagonist as was shown in all the promotional material before the force awakens now 
I know on this show I go on about John Boyega's Finn character a lot because I really wanted to see how powerful Finn could be in the Force. I wanted to see Finn link up with Luke Skywalker. Uh, and I would have been happy to have Finn and Ray link up with Luke Skywalker, um, however they wanted to do it. But certainly that was something on the Law Be With You podcast show that we wanted to see. And a lot of fans in the fandom really wanted to see that. But going back to Luke and Ray, that sh- there should have been training there. Any kind of lightsaber battle you see, whether it's Darth Maul, whether it's Count Dooku, whether it's Mace Windu, whether it's Anakin Skywalker, whether it's Luke Skywalker, whether it's Darth Sidious, the, the Emperor, whoever it is, whether it's Yoda, that person needs to be trained in the Force. And in Star Wars canon, they are trained in the Force. And Rey, for some reason, wasn't trained in, in lightsaber dueling, yet she was an expert in it from the get-go. And that goes against the canon it goes against the idea of training and the discipline that you have to get from mastery of the force. As Luke taught, as, as Yoda says to Luke, the force will be your ally, which means you must be trained in the force. And so think on these things as, you, as you're thinking about lightsaber jewels and some of the things that may be coming up in the Star Wars materials in, in the Disney Plus, Plus TV shows. Um, there's got the, they've got the Obi-Wan TV show, which I think is currently filming. Or, um, and, you know, there's going to be another, it's been reported that there's going to be another lightsaber duel in that show between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. It'd be interesting to see how they do that. Cause that, cause I'll be looking forward to that. Um, it will be, I think their first, uh, lightsaber duel since Mustafar, which was such a, climactic and epic lightsaber duel so lot to look forward to there but yeah any lightsaber duel that's going on um the force user must be trained in the force it's part of the canon it's part of what it's part of the the process of being a jedi or sith so i'm hoping you enjoyed this sort of lightsaber inspired version of the lobby with you podcast show as I said earlier, please get in contact with the show. Um, let me know what you think about who's your favorite Jedi or Sith. What is your favorite lightsaber style? What is your favorite lightsaber color? What is your favorite lightsaber jewel? And uh, yeah, and we may. And if you do that, I may even include your voice notes if you do it on the Anchor podcast on the episode as well. So my fellow Jedi and Sith. Have a great day and we'll be with you very soon on the Law Be With You podcast show. The Law Be With You podcast show is available on YouTube now. So if you're into YouTube, look for the Law Be With You podcast show. Um, It is a lot of fun and uh, it's a nice way for us to kind of branch out as a a podcast. Uh, So look out for new episodes like and subscribe to the law be with you podcast show on youtube and also as a reminder we're on a lot of other um, podcast platforms including google apple Podcasts as well uh, anchor Podcasts, and, and many others so we are really on a lot of platforms at the moment and we're looking to expand this show 
we know that there are fans of the show and you guys are enjoying the material and so yeah we want to kind of reach you and we want you to be able to interact with the podcast like and subscribe leave comments um, even give any ideas that you would like to see covered on the Law Be With You podcast show um, or maybe any of the guests that are coming on the show that you really enjoyed maybe you want to interact with them or leave them um, some information as well and let them know how you thought of the things that they were saying on the show so a lot to look forward to as fans of the Law Be With You podcast show and I really thank you for your loyal support of the podcast and uh, yeah, really thank God for your lives as well. So uh, keep watching and keep listening out for the Law Be With You podcast show. And remember, talent is nothing without training. <laughs>